0: Hi, everyone. Welcome back to If These Walls Could Talk with Jonathan and Kayla. My name is Kayla Brackett, and our host is
1: Jonathan Fuentes.
0: If These Walls Could Talk is a specialized podcast created by the Museum Studies Junior, Juniors, at Duke Ellington School of the Arts.
1: In this podcast, we'll be talking about the culture at Duke Society and Museum Education.
0: In this episode, we'll be talking about a more controversial topic that is often discussed at school. Is there segregation amongst the Duke Ellington departments? For this topic, I'll be interviewing my Duke peer and friend, Blair Mushala.
1: Hi, I'm Blair Mushala.
0: Um, How are you today?
1: I'm good. How are you?
0: I'm pretty good. Okay, so we're just going to ask you a few questions about what you think of Duke and what you think of the Museum Studies Department. Um, all right.
1: Do you want me to answer that question specifically?
0: Uh, no, I'll just like ask you a couple. like That relates to it. Got it. Okay. Um, do you feel like there is segregation amongst the departments at Duke?
1: Um, I believe there can be segregation. It all depends on, um, you know, who you spend the most time with. And I guess since uh, we are divided, once you hit two o'clock, it can be hard to see other people. So I will say that it's easy for it to be segregated, but I'm not going to say it's fully like that because when from nine to two, you're with everybody. So, you know, there's there's time for you to be with like other cliques. So...
0: And that kind of leads into another question. Um, how, do you think there are cliques at Duke and how do you think they affect the environment of Duke?
1: Um, I think there are there are cliques at Duke for sure. How it affects the environment most definitely depends on how different cliques interact. Um, I do believe that certain cliques do feel like they hold a higher status. Right. But I... I think that most cliques kind of stay within themselves and keep to themselves. So it's not really like a a genuinely bad environment. Like there are plenty of cliques, but I feel like if I was ever to be in a class with, um, you know, members of the clique, it wouldn't be like an off environment. It would just be kind of different in community.
0: So do you feel as if some of the departments, I know a lot of the departments work together and they collaborate do you feel as some of the departments don't like each other or don't do well with collaboration?
1: Um, I don't find often that departments fully do not like each other. What we can find is that it's hard for many departments to relate or work together. So it's not it's not too often you would see them in the same room like uh the dance department and uh, visual arts, they wouldn't often be seen together because their departments don't really coincide. So it's not like they just don't like each other. It's just harder for them to find a balance between each art. Um, I do also, I do think that it can be hard for a lot of the, a lot of the kids to relate when it comes to different departments, which can lead to not too many friendships being formed and stuff like that, but I don't think it's ever where it's like spiteful and a department does not like another department
0: wholehearted. Right. So I know Duke a lot tries to do certain events or things that can bring the students closer together. And sometimes it works. sometimes it's like, womp, womp. So what do you think are certain events that Duke can do or Duke should do to bring students closer together that you would like?
1: All right, I remember my freshman, uh, I don't know if it was my, yeah, I think it was my freshman year. Um, there was this during, was it during lunch? Maybe a little before lunch started. Um, basically, all it was a really nice day. So, um, TDP had brought the speakers outside, like really big speakers outside. Uh, some of the teachers bought out the grill, and it was like a full-on cookout, and it was with all the departments. And at each part, and during the cookout, there was like different areas you could go to. Um, and the dancers were, like, doing their own little, um, what was it? It was, like, um, like a Zumba class. Like, they were teaching their own little classes, and, you know, there was the um, VA kids just out on the lawn painting. It was just a lot of things going on, but I, I could see how all the art kind of working together in the same space and environment. And I thought that was really nice to just have one day to just be out with everybody. Like, it was, like, LMC, was going to dance with the dancers and you know museum study kids were taking pictures of everything going on it was just a, a really nice day and i felt like that was one of the times where all the departments really were working not working together but just um having a good time in each other's space, right. and um while also building and working on their craft so i feel like just having days where it's real nice out just sitting on the lawn because you have a nice front area or, like, we used to have, like, um, a modeling team where it was anybody, the dancers that it, that anybody could join. That was something for all departments. There was also another team. It was modeling team, something else. But it was, like, there's a lot of different in-school clubs that could happen that could um, form different, like, groups and a lot of, you know, different departments could work together.
0: Right. Unfortunately I wasn't there, but I wish I could have seen that. Like that just sounds really fun.
1: That was a good little day.
0: Yeah. Okay. So I know a lot of the departments, um, basically their names are pretty obvious, like technical design and production, dance, theater, core, uh vocal department, um, instrumental, and those departments are usually more put forward. Right. And um you know, people are like, oh, come to Duke, come see our dancers, come see our theater. But like, you don't really hear people say, come see our LMC department, come see our museum studies department. Yes. So, do you feel as if both LMC and museum studies are almost underrepresented?
1: I can 101% agree on that. Usually, I understand like our departments are like using the visuals, like we could like record and stuff like that and save and document. But it's like if, if there's a show going on, it's museum study or LMC is recording the dance show. It's never
0: right.
1: The LMC is being represented. We're always representing for somebody else. Right. It's LMC, you know, recording um, theaters, showcase, something like that. Like it's never we're never represented, but we're always representing somebody else. And I do think that's like a huge part of it. Like um, even with like exhibits and stuff like that, museum study sets up the exhibits, but it's never a big thing. I went to basically. I've been to. I think i went to every single last one of the Museum study showcases, and right. it was under-advertised right. compared to the uh, the Spring Concert. Mind you, Spring Concert gets sold out every year. There's not a year where Spring Concert isn't sold out, but that's dancers. But when you go to, like, Museum Studies exhibitions, there's barely a full crowd, and it's not that—and most of the people are just parents. It doesn't get advertised to the students as much as it should be. I 100% agree with that. Same with the LMC Showcase. I do feel like it's most definitely a smaller crowd, and that could be due to the number of students in each department, but I feel like there always could be representation for each department, because theater gets recognized so much, but, you know, like TDP, you never see anything going on for TDP,
0: nothing
1: for museum studies, where it's like a large crowd and stuff like that, or get larger spaces. We even got, LMC even got moved to the black box because we didn't have a big enough crowd for. The, um oh god i forgot what that room for the other theater I was just like dang it really does show how who's really in the spotlight when it comes to apartments
0: right and like i see that a lot and it's almost not upsetting but it's like you know it would be nice <laughs> to see a bad. flyer about a museum study show it'd be nice to see a flyer about the lmc showcase or if they've written something or if they have started filming something, like, it'd be nice to know. Like, the dance and the theater department, all of them are extremely talented, so respect is given. But, like, we always know what show is coming up, what dance they're almost working on, what production is about to be um, shown. Exactly. And it would be nice for not saying the school, like, school doesn't care about us, but it'd be nice for them to Show so a little more appreciation. Right. And say, hey, like, I know they had their own social media pages. I know Duke does have a social media page. So it would be nice for them to be like, hey, come see our blah, blah, blah for the Museum Studies program. Come see our blah, blah, blah from TDP and blah, blah, blah for um, Literary Media and Communications. Right,
1: exactly. I 100% agree with that.
0: So... Um, if you, like, if we had a student government association, I'm not really sure if we do, but... Would, we do, we do. Oh, we do? Okay. Yeah. Would you want to be a part of that or, like, to make a certain change?
1: Yes. I um actually was in SGA last year. But I, one thing I quickly realized was that the people with the most power are the seniors. You can't run for anything unless you are a senior. Right. So it's kind of hard to, hear, to get your voice heard unless you are upperclassmen, which is why SGA is so limited. And not a lot of people know about it because the access is really limited. If you're a senior, you could do, basically have full access to be um, a part of the change. But usually when you're a lower classman, it's not that your voice doesn't really get heard, but you can't really make as big as a change as you could if you were an upperclassman. So not many lower-classmen even sign up. This year, I didn't even go because um, it's, so, it's so hard to virtually to work together when all the seniors have the power. Right. So, um, yeah, maybe next year. Next year, for sure, I'm going to be a part of SGA, um, you know, because why not? I feel like it's right. a good experience and something like that and can help a lot of departments.
0: Well, we're going to be in it together because I was planning on, like, joining too. Right. And um, speaking, that also leads into another topic, and speaking of SGA, I know, I, do we have a student body president or vice president or anything like that, or is it just everybody together?
1: Yes, there is. That's why um, it's harder to be a part of it if you're a lower classmate, because, as I said, you can only run for any of the roles if you're a senior. If you're not a senior, you can't really have... Um, a huge role in SGA mm-hmm. currently the people running for president were in and Eve Ellis if you know who they are they both ran
0: for, I, know um, who Eve, uh, I know who Eve is
1: yeah they both ran for president this year I I did not I did not know who won only because of the fact that it doesn't really get told to people if you are not in um, a senior or you're not in SGA you don't really get too much information on it right um remember last year the people involved were like um jory and amir like just just seniors like you wouldn't really hear too much if you weren't one in that higher class
0: right but
1: here um yeah they had their vote it was just actually it was last month last month they put in votes over zoom over who's gonna win and and who gets what role as secretary treasurer, all that all whatnot and um yeah, I don't know when the results are out. I don't know who won. I can let you know if I figure it out because I could just ask. But, um, yeah, next year I do want to run for one of the positions,
0: though. Um, Same. I just – I didn't even know we had a student body president or anything like that because they don't really – Represent it. Right. They don't let the masses know, and I think they should be doing that, especially, like, you know, as a student who goes to the school, you want to know what's going on. And you don't really want it to almost be kept a secret or not kept a secret, but it's like almost, oh, it's basically, really none of your business.
1: Right. Because my freshman year, I knew nothing about SGA. My sophomore year, when I started getting senior friends, they told me they were running. I was like, oh, we have an SGA? Cool. And I have went to I went to basically all of the meetings. And as I said, the representation really does go to the upperclassmen. If you're not an upperclassman, it's, it's not that there's no point, but it's going to be a little harder
0: right. to
1: get force heard and
0: whatnot. And I feel like that also kind of shows there is like a slight heart hierarchy system in Duke Ellington. Exactly. And not a lot of people like to talk about it, but it's like it's easy to see. It's upper class. It goes within a class when it goes within departments. It goes right. within almost like popularity level.
1: Very much, very much. And you know that's most high schools. Like I'm not going to act like that's just a Duke thing, but right. it is. It's really shown in Duke, and as you said, no one speaks on it. Right. So I'm glad you're using this platform to speak on topics like this. Thank you. That does need to be heard and addressed.
0: Thank you so much. Okay, Blair. Well, we're about to start um, wrapping it up for the like wrapping it up for this session. So thank you so much for coming.
1: Of course. Thank you for having me. Um, I had a great time. The interview went very, very good. (laughs) So I appreciate museum studies. Shout out to Callum
0: P. And yeah. All right. Thank you so much.
1: Okay. Thank you, Blair, for coming and answering our own questions.
0: Hopefully we see you back soon. But that's all the time that we have for today. Thank you, everyone, for listening. And please tune in for the next episode of If These Walls Could Talk with Kayla and Jonathan.